Welcome to the Real Sassy Fit Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Mara Rutger and Lisa Bowden. Inside this podcast, you can expect the ultimate girls' night in where we will help you align fitness and life so that you can finally be fucking happy. Now, you get comfy. And let's get real. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Mara and Lisa here, and we are bringing you guys a super special podcast episode. Actually, this one's a two-part episode. So what we're going to do is we're going to be interviewing each other so that you guys can learn a little bit more about us, a little bit more about our background, and then we're going to kind of end the podcast with a really fun, like just some random fun questions. So we're going to be starting today with interviewing Lisa. Um, and then next week, you guys are going to learn a little bit more about me and Lisa's going to interview me. So how are you feeling, Lisa? <laughs> I'm excited. I'm ready to go. I I love podcast episodes like this where you kind of just get to learn more and make that connection with people. So I'm excited. I'm a little, I don't know. I'm not nervous, but I'm interested <laughs> to see what questions there's going to be at the end when we do our fun little game. So yeah, it's kind of a – there's a little anxiety because you don't know what to expect. It's going to be – I don't want to say like a lightning round. I mean, that would be fun, a lightning round at some point for the yes. future. But we basically talked about like three main questions that we were going to ask each other. And then I found this website that's 100 quest- or 100 getting to know you questions. I mean, total cheesy icebreaker stuff <laughs> that you do at like team building events, right? With mm-hmm. new coworkers or whatever. But we're going to, Elisa's literally going to just say a random number and then I'm going to ask her whatever number or whatever question is on that number. So it'll be, it'll be really fun. Yeah. But then I get to be in the hot seat for the next episode. So I'm right alongside you. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. Worry. I The one thing I hate, like I prefer you to ask me questions rather than just be like, describe yourself. Because that's mm. like the most awkward question ever. Like, what are your yeah. hobbies? Who are you? And you're like, <laughs> I don't I don't know. Describe like, yourself in three words. Exactly. <laughs> what are your strengths? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we're going to ask some more like fun questions, not those very generic, awkward questions. Yep. Well, we're going to start with some, I don't want to say awkward questions because they're not, but they are a little bit more standard getting to know you questions. Yes. We're going to start with those. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive in. Perfect. So first question, Lisa, is we want to know more about you. So tell us a little bit about you. Like where, how did you get to where you are now? So... um is this like fitness or life or both? Let's do both. Okay. And let's do – you can start with whatever you want to start with, but let's do both. Okay. I'll make sure it's not too lengthy. Um, That's So fine. for those of you guys that don't know me, um, I'm originally from Colorado, Colorado Springs. Um, I currently live in Charleston, South Carolina because my husband is Air Force and we are currently stationed here. So that's how I got – here physically. Um, In regards to like my fitness journey, it's been a very long process as it is for everybody. Um, You know, started as a kid, I'd always been super active playing sports. Volleyball was my main sport, Um, but I did soccer and track as well, but I was an overweight kid. 
And um, I've actually had this conversation with my mom. I attribute it to the fact that my dad was gone a lot for the military. Like he would be stationed in like Korea for like a year at a time and I wouldn't see him. And um, I was very close to my dad. So that affected me a lot. And my mom just wanted to make me happy. So we went to McDonald's a lot. Like McDonald's was a staple after like sports practices, games, whatever. I did dance as well. Um, we would go to McDonald's quite often because it made me happy. And I get why my mom did that. I don't blame her at all. But I was an overweight kid. Um, by middle... Hey, you got to yeah, do what you got to do sometimes. I understand. Right? And like, I feel for her. She was alone during that time too. So, you know, I get it. But um, middle school came around. I was still heavy. I think I was in seventh grade and my mom was like, all right. So I was overweight in high school. I don't want you to be teased the way I was. So the summer after seventh grade, we went on a diet. We did the South Beach diet. And actually my mom, my dad, and I, all three of us did it together. And it was great. Like, I didn't even feel like I was on a diet. It was really fun because I was making all the food with my parents and no joke, lost like 20, 25 pounds that summer. Um, I'm a small person. I'm only five, one, five, two ish. And I want to say at that time I was probably already five feet and um, I was about 135, almost 140 before I lost weight. And then, um, when I went into eighth grade, I was probably like 115, 110. And then I really got into volleyball. Um, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I was really good. So I, girl, you toot away. <laughs> so I was projected to be on varsity my freshman year. So I started training with the varsity team like during summer. Um, and I lost another like five or 10 pounds. So I was really small when I started high school. I was like 105 pounds. Um, I was tiny. I was like a size zero. Like I was super duper small. Um, and then I just, you know, lived high school like everybody else had a fun time, ate whatever the hell I wanted. It's disgusting. But me and my friend Lauren would eat two burritos a piece from Chipotle in one sitting. Um, yeah. Oh my God. I, how did you do? How did you not I explode? Even know. I don't even know. I look back on that and I'm like, we were fucking gross. Like, I don't know how we did that. But yeah, I just lived normal high school life. And as high school went on, I gained a little bit of weight. I'd say by the time I graduated, I was probably around 125. But I've always held my weight well. Like, people rarely ever guess how much I actually weigh. Um, so I held my weight well, mm-hmm. graduated, was super happy with how things were going. Um, Went to college. That's kind of where everything kind of fell apart. Um, I was really scared of gaining my freshman 15. So my freshman year of college, I counted calories and no joke, ate less than 800 calories a day Um, for, yeah, for like the first year. I would be at school all day and I literally would bring like an apple and a string cheese with me and that was it. So that happened. So I, I started having a really bad relationship with food. And, um, after that year, my relationship started going kind of in a not so good direction. Um, he was, uh, very, I'm not trying to talk shit about him cause he's not a horrible person. We just weren't meant to be together. I'll put it that way. Um, he was an intellectual, like kind of an introvert, So I was very, um, I wouldn't say sheltered. I didn't make any friends in college. I didn't party. I didn't do anything. 
Um, I literally went to school, went to work, hung out with him, and that was about it. Um, so from there, my confidence really started to get kicked a little bit. Um, he put me down a little bit. He was an engineer, so he thought he was super duper smart. And I was getting my degree in health and wellness, which wasn't necessarily taken seriously by him. So I just kind of got little comments here and there. Um, and my confidence started to really, really get broken down. Um, sorry guys, this podcast may end up being a long one. <laughs> um, it's all good. Hey, yeah. real quick, I was going to tell you, you should take your mic and hold it away uh, from your shirt because it's starting to rub on your shirt and okay. I can hear a lot of background noise. So I just want to, I didn't want to interrupt you, but since you kind of stopped in the conversation, no, the <laughs> I was like, let me just throw that out there. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. All right. Hopefully the, this Much is better, better yeah. for you guys. Interrupt me if, if it, there's a problem. Um, but yeah, my confidence started going down. I kind of stopped caring so much about my looks, I'd say. And um, I would work out, but I wasn't like, I'd run on the treadmill and do some abs and that was about it. Um, and as the confidence kept going down, I kind of stopped working out. And uh, I didn't gain a ton of weight, but it started to like mm -hmm. creep on. And the fact that my confidence was already down and it, I just started eating whatever I wanted. And uh, I gained, I think I was one... 40-ish by the time that relationship ended. Um, I ended it right when I graduated college. And uh, I was kind of like the bottom of the bottom. Like I didn't think I was good enough. I didn't like the way I looked. Like I just wasn't happy. And uh, I ended that relationship because I told myself like, Lisa, do you really want this for the rest of your life? Is this what you want to live with? And uh, I was like, no, actually, I don't. So I ended it. I met JJ. JJ was like the light at the end of the tunnel. I just want to put a disclaimer. You don't need a man to help you feel good. You don't. But JJ was exactly what I needed at that time. Really supportive. You know, told me I was beautiful every day. Thought I was super smart. I was really different than all the girls he ever dated before. Um, and he taught me how to lift weights. Like he took me to the gym with him taught me how to lift weights. And literally from there, like that was five years, over five years ago. And it's just been like confidence building every day since, since then, changing my body, learning about nutrition and fitness and just, you know, really loving and absorbing the fitness lifestyle. So, you know, I got my degree in this, but I didn't think I actually wanted to be a trainer. Um, I didn't want to be a trainer actually, but then I kind of started doing it at my first job and I, I really loved it. So when we moved to South Carolina, I was like, I'm going to look for a training job. And then I was like, well, if I can impact more people and do it online, there we go. So that's a very long story of how I got to where I am. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I knew bits and pieces of your story just in conversation, reading your, your posts on social media. But it's fun just to hear it from start to finish to really paint that picture and get to know you more and know where you're coming from. And I think that a lot of people listening are going to be shaking their heads and or they are shaking their heads as they're listening to this right now and saying, oh my gosh, that was me or that is me. Maybe they're where you were mm -hmm. now, you know, and I think that it's just so impactful 
to hear other people's stories and to know where you come from. So thanks for telling us more, Lisa, yeah. about that. That's It's a pretty awesome awesome journey that you've been on and we're happy you're (laughs) where you are now yeah not to get all mushy gushy but yeah it's great so okay next question that we want to know is what's been your biggest struggle along the way or currently if you feel like you're struggling with something currently I'd say my biggest struggle was the confidence in myself that I could help other people um, because I fell in love with lifting the moment I started doing it. I fell in love with changing my body and realizing I actually have control over what my body looks like. It's not just what was given to me. I can change it and mold it and shape it. And I didn't want to be a trainer because I didn't think I would be able to do that for somebody else. I didn't think I necessarily looked the part enough to do it. I didn't think I could impact someone the same way, like teach them and show them and have it impact them the same way it impacted me. Um, So that was my biggest struggle. That's actually what stopped me from doing online coaching at first. Like I kept hesitating because I was like, it was kind of that imposter syndrome, like, I know what to do, but I don't know if I can actually help people. I don't know if I can actually impact people. That was my biggest struggle. So how did you overcome that then? I'm always curious to know, right? Like you Mm -hmm. struggled with that confidence. Am I going to be able to help other people do this too? Um, how did you get, how did you overcome that? how did you decide like, fuck it, I'm going to do online coaching or like I have the ability to be a personal trainer and to help people. Yeah. Um, I'd say again, JJ was a huge part of it. He was like, you just need to do it. JJ is like a no bullshit kind of person, like very blunt, straightforward. And he's like, if you're going to do it, just fucking do it. And that's pretty yeah. much what he told me was like, you keep thinking about it. You keep talking about it. There's never going to be the perfect time. Just do it. And he was like, think back to the people that you have helped. So I have like, you know, of course, when you're a trainer um, or you have a lot of info on fitness, people ask you for advice, friends, family. And there are people that I've like, you know, taught a lot of things to and helped and it did impact them. So JJ was like, you have the ability, you make great connections with people, you know what you're doing, like your body alone is proof that you know what you're doing. Just do it. And I just put my big girl pants in, was like, all right, I guess I'm going to jump in. And I just did it. That's awesome. That's so cool. I love that, like, like you said before, you don't need a man in your life to make you feel good to, you know, all of these things. But, like, it's so cool that all of this stuff was just influenced by JJ and how he – clearly came into your life at the right time and has done nothing but supported you since. And like, that's just, it's inspiring to hear that that's what a relationship should be like, you know, your spouse should support you 100% and push you outside of your comfort zone. So that's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Not to be gushy, but he's, he's like one of the biggest reasons why I am where I am today for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And this is not about me, but I can totally say I would agree with you as well. That's the same with Jesse. 
Um, and we are totally going to talk about relationships at some yes. point because I think you and I have a lot of things in common with our relationships and how we like navigate them in terms of communication. And I think it's important for us to share that. So more to come. But yes, your husband is awesome. <laughs> Point blank. <laughs> if that's the only thing you take away from this podcast today that JJ is awesome, then we're winning. <laughs> I don't know if he listens to this, does he? Um, I think he listened to the first episode. I'll make him listen to this one. <laughs> that's so funny. Jesse does not listen to it, so no worries. <laughs> Um, and not because he doesn't really want to, but because he doesn't want to. And I told him not to, too. I'm like, you don't have to. Uh, I was like, you'd probably be bored. But anyways, okay. Our last question, and then we're going to get to the fun ones, is what is your favorite thing about coaching or what has impacted you most as a coach? I would say their transformations. And it's not even their physical transformations. It's the mental transformations that – literally blows me away and again solidifies what you asked me in the last question what my biggest struggle was can I really impact someone so much that their life changes like mine and to see that I can do that and to see how different their lives are I think it was last episode one of my clients I brought it up um, that she had said she felt unstoppable and to experience that journey with a client of them starting at ground zero, just like I was those five, five and a half years ago of, I don't know who I am. I don't think I'm good enough. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know if I can do this to within as little as 12 weeks being like, I'm unstoppable. I can do whatever I put my mind to. I'm sexy. I love myself. I have a purpose again, other than this is literally what she said. She said, I have a purpose again, other than being thrown up on and changing diapers. Like she loves being a mom. She absolutely <laughs> loves it. But she's like, I feel like I'm more than a mom again. And I just wow. was like, that is the best thing about coaching is hearing and seeing that transformation in your clients of like, they are a completely different person than what I knew 12 weeks ago. That is so incredible. I'm like kind of speechless because it's like, wow, that is so cool. So Lisa, you are a fucking awesome coach and anyone listening probably knows that already just from being in your presence on social media. But yeah, you were pretty fucking phenomenal. So. I try. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, not that those weren't fun questions, but let's get to some more of the fun okay. ones. So I think let's just, I don't know how many we'll do. Let's just see like time-wise. Maybe we'll do like another three, four okay. minutes or something because we're at like 18 minutes right now. So we're doing really yeah. good for time okay. on this one. Cool. So, okay. One through 100, pick a random um, number. Six is my lucky number, so let's go with six. Ooh, mine's five. They're so close together. Okay, number six, what really makes you angry? Ooh, <laughs> that's an interesting mm -hmm. question. Um, people that are inconsiderate of other people, and it just – 
people that don't think about their actions and how it affects other people. And I'm just going to give you a super quick example. Yesterday, I was at the gym training somebody. And the gym that I work at, there's one squat rack and there's one Smith machine. And um, my client and I were on the Smith machine. And some dude was over in the squat rack. He took out the squat bar. He was literally doing pull-ups and then jumping to the floor and doing push-ups. And it was 6.45. The gym was packed. And I was like, you're really doing pull-ups on the squat rack right now when there's like four other places you could do pull-ups? The one (laughs) squat rack, I know that seems so small and like not that big of a deal, but like my blood was boiling because yeah. I was like, do you not realize all these other people in here are waiting to use that one squat rack? So that's just a simple example. You probably could tell I was getting heated talking about that. Yes, your voice like started to <laughs> elevate and you were just – I could feel it. I yeah. could feel it. But yes, no, it's just I get that. It's just people being and not thinking about other people around them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay, Next. Um, let's do 15. 15, keeping it low. Okay. Uh, well, it says, what did you want to be when you were small? So I'm thinking like, what did you want to be when you grew up? As um, a kid? <laughs> um, I wanted to be a nurse cause that's what my parents wanted me to do. But oh. when I was a kid, like honestly, when I was really little, I was really into dance. Like that, that was my life. And uh, I wanted to be like a dancer, like a tap dancer Ooh. in New York. Like I wanted to do that for a long time. Dang. <laughs> I could see you being a tap dancer out there. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, sorry. I keep forgetting. I have to. Let's be, let's be weird. Oh, no. You're, you're 69. Awesome. <laughs> Jesse sent me a picture of the thermostat, or not the thermostat, the temperature in his car today, and it was 69, and he was like, look at the temperature. (laughs) I was like, you are so (laughs) immature, but I love it. (laughs) Right. Okay, 69, how old were you when you learned Santa wasn't real? How did you find out? Oh, God, I thought it was going to say the virginity (laughs) question. That's what I thought that was going to ask. I I feel like that's not on this list, Um, but maybe it is. I don't know. No, I don't think it. I think there's a different right. list, probably that. We'll do it. We'll do the, um, the inappropriate, not safe for work version <laughs> on our next Q and A. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Um, I honestly, I think maybe like, I don't remember if there was a specific year I just stopped believing or realized he wasn't real. I'd say probably just when I was probably like 13 when I sure. became a teenager. Yeah. You kind of become. Like, oh, that's that's really not possible. Like, you become realistic. <laughs> yeah, you, you rationalize it. Like, that wouldn't make yeah, any sense. Yeah. Okay, next one. Let's do 87. Okay. Oh, my gosh. What song would you say best sums you up? It's like the theme song. Oh what would be like your life theme song? Huh. That's a hard you question. You get one pass, too, by the way. You can skip one question. So, I like this question. We may just have okay, to come, back, we'll to come back to it. We'll come back to it. We'll come back. Okay, let's do question 99. 99. What is one thing you will never do again? Oh, huh. One thing I will never do again. 
probably ride the um, seahorse at an amusement fair. Because I, this sounds so stupid, but we, in November or October, they have a huge fair here here called the Coastal Carolina Mm -hmm. Fair. And I went with JJ and some of his Air Force buddies. And I got, I haven't ridden that in years. And I got so nauseous. I couldn't even get on another ride. And it was just the little back and forth, like, boat ride where you, like, go up and down, side to side. And I was like, wow, that was torture. Oh, my gosh. I don't like that either. (laughs) Oh. I don't mind the height rides. Like, the straight drop ones are fine. But it was just the motion of that one. I was like, yep, I'm done. Can't do anything more. I couldn't even eat. Oh, no. You know that you're in rough shape when you can't eat. (laughs) Exactly. Um, All right. We can jump back to the last question. Okay. What song would you say best sums you up? This is going to sound so cheesy, but Aaliyah's Try Again. Okay, this is going to sound horrible, but I don't know that song. <laughs> you don't know that song? Do you know who Aaliyah is from the 90s? Yeah, I mean, it sounds for me. Sang, um, the song, the theme song for Dr. Doolittle, She Died. She was young. I think, okay, I think well, if I heard it, I would probably know it. So now I'm going to have to go and listen to this song after we're done recording. It would be cool if we could play it, yes. the song on the podcast, but I don't think we can do that. Um, but, yes, I will go listen to it after after okay. this. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait yeah, now. That's the only song that popped in my head. <laughs> that what? I said that was like the only song that popped in my head that kind of like had to do with life cool. a little okay. bit. Well, now I'm, now I'm even more excited to yeah. go listen to it and find out because then I'll just be a part of the group. People are probably listening being like, what? You don't know that song? And that's perfect. So I'm out of the yeah. loop. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay, let's do two more. Should we do two more? Okay, let's do 74. 74. What is the most unusual thing you've ever eaten? Ooh, okay, guys. I'm a big foodie. I will try everything or anything at least once. Um, I have tried Rocky Mountain oysters, which if you – that's a thing in Colorado. If you don't know what that is, it's bull balls, so bull <laughs> testicles. It was actually delicious. Really? I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, it was really good. They were like deep fried. Ooh. Well, of course, anything deep fried is going to be a little bit better, but – Yeah, yeah. Um. I've also – I really – I'm a little Mexican. I really love Mexican food, so I've had tongue and stuff like that. Um, if you like menudo, the meat in it is um, – ah, oh, crap. What's it called? I forgot what it's called, but it's basically the lining of a cow's stomach. Oh, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, but I don't remember what it's called Tried. either. That's the word. Tried. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dang. So I'm willing – I'm willing to try pretty much almost anything. Um, I've had uh, – my husband's Filipino, and um, we had – we went to a Filipino buffet in Vegas one time, and they had um, – it's like blood pork. It's basically pork that's like cooked in a blood sauce. I tried that. Oh. I feel like a, a bunch of people listening are probably judging the shit out of me right now. But No, I'm feeling I like, like you've lived anything. a very fulfilling life so far because <laughs> I have never tried any of those things. <laughs> yeah. I'll try pretty much anything at least once just to see. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Okay, last oh, one. Last 
one. Let's do question one. Number. No, no, no. Let's do 100. 100. 100. Okay. Question 100 is who knows you the best? Oh, that's easy. JJ. I know. I was going to say, let's do, another, like, let's do another one. <laughs> how about you pick one? Ooh. Okay. Let me scan them super quick. JJ probably knows me better than I know myself, to be honest. Oh my gosh, this is not the truth. I feel like that's how it is in my relationship too. Um, okay, let's do Oh my gosh, some of these are like I wish we could do all of them. They're so good. Um Who was your favorite or not favorite? Um Ooh, do collect anything? Or did you have any, like, when you were a kid, did you have any, like, collections of anything? I did. I collected geodes or, like, rocks, Mm -hmm. the pretty rocks. I collected a bunch of those. Um, I'm really sad I got rid of them because they're, like, super popular again now. Uh, I had a pretty decent-sized collection of that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, That's so cool. You collected rocks. (laughs) I did, but pretty rocks. Okay. Outdoor rocks. Not ugly ones. Expensive, pretty rocks. (laughs) Um, I think that's the only thing. I've always been like a collector of books. I love to read. And I've always dreamed of having like my own library in my house. So I don't get rid of books when I'm done reading them. I hold on to them. I don't listen to like audiobooks or read audiobooks. Like I physically like holding a book. Mm -hmm. Um, So I buy a lot of books. And um, keep those. So I don't know if that counts, but it does. Yeah, rocks and books, or, or pretty rocks and books. Wow, like I that. sound real nerdy, don't I? <laughs> I love it. Rocks and books, and then you like to eat bull testicles. So this That's says a lot about you. <laughs> okay, one final question, and okay. then we'll wrap it up because I thought this would be a fun one for you to ask me. And now I lost it. Shit. Hold on. <laughs> Um, I mean, all of these are like really good, but, oh, what is your favorite cheat food or your favorite junk food? I thought that would be a fun one to end on. My favorite cheat food meal. So my favorite junk food of all time is French fries. Like I literally could eat French fries for every meal and be satisfied. I think I knew that about you. Yeah. I love French fries. My favorite cheat, though, mm, oddly enough, it's not sushi. Like, I have been loving having burgers and fries. Yeah. I'm not, I like pizza, but it's not something I, like, really crave. Mm-hmm. Usually, I crave Mexican food or, like, a burger mm. and fries. Like, that's, oh. like, the best thing. Either one. <laughs> Those both sound so good right now. And yeah. I'm not having either one for dinner. <laughs> My mouth is watering right now. So yum, (laughs) yum, yum, yum. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, this was super fun to have you answer all these questions for us. I definitely have learned more about you. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to forget that you collected pretty rocks and books. So (laughs) you can send me pictures of pretty rocks or if you guys have any book recommendations, I love all kinds of books. Like I'm not just like into like self-help books. I like all kinds of books. So send me your recommendations. I love it. 
I love it. All right. Well, I think that's about all we have for today. As we said, next week will be part two where Lisa is going to be interviewing me. So Mm -hmm. stay tuned for more fun. (laughs) And we'll do these little Q&As, I think, periodically just to spice it up a little bit. So if you guys ever, you know, have any questions you want to know about us or any, you know, any questions you think would be really fun to ask each other, go ahead and shoot us a message on Instagram and yeah. we'll make sure to add it to our collection. So, um, yeah, Lisa, do you want to go ahead and and end the podcast since I started it? <laughs> yeah, sure. So thanks so much for joining, guys. Instagram, uh, Mara is mara.themodernfitmom. I'm Lisa Bowden Fit, so make sure to follow us, subscribe to the podcast, leave us an awesome review because we would really appreciate it, and we will see you guys next week where Mara is going to be in hot seat. So have a good week, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye.